Hey, gang. That's Holly over there. And that's Brooke. <laughs> and this is, this is the Macabre Cast. Yet again. For episode six. Yes. And that's Nikon and, yep. over there. Our lovely... What is Nikon now? Uh, producer. Producer. Hi. Or are we producers? No. Or you're our producer. No, because you guys are the ones who make the content. Directors. So that I'm the producer. We're not directing anything. <laughs> I'm directing the b- very poor way that I start this podcast every time. <laughs> That's it. I'm directing myself here. Oh, no. <sighs> well, we're here for episode six. <laughs> yeah. No corrections again? Um, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I have any corrections. I don't think Only there's... one in joke form. Okay. And it was just that my friend Sandra, <laughs> again. <laughs> our number one fan. Our, literally our number one fan, by the way. I love getting her, like, novels that she writes me about, like, all her thoughts about what we say. Phenomenal. But she was talking shit about Seattle because she wants to live here, but she right now she lives in Colorado. And she grew up in Colorado, and... She was complaining about how there's no snow plows here, <laughs> and it's true. Yeah, <laughs> just like that thing that happened, yeah, yeah where yeah. like Seattle sold all of their snow plows. It's because, a thing. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because apparently we don't need them even here, though, even though it snows and global warming. So yeah. like, we're all dying slowly. And <laughs> did you see it's projected to snow for Christmas this year again? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yay. The twentieth. It's supposed to start snowing again. Oh, okay. Nice. Super well, unimportant. Be fun. For the podcast <laughs> anyways yeah but um that's not a correction but sandra did just complain that the reason why they didn't have any snow plows is because they thought they didn't need them for the avalanche but that's clearly not true because there, there weren't snow there were only horse-drawn snow plows back then this predates that a little bit yeah a little bit but okay. i think it's a funny joke because yeah, seattle needs one. to get their shit together <laughs> yeah i mean generally we need to be better about a lot of weather related items yeah do better yeah that's okay yeah people are trying a little bit i was about to say are they though i was gonna say i like disagree but do you have any (laughs) corrections (laughs) because we don't need to talk about that um no i don't think i don't think i do i mean then i think we're good unless someone tells me i do I'm most likely not going to know that i have corrections (laughs) oh yeah well i guess you don't we don't have any for now. For now. For now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have some after this one. I I would say that I might, but I kind of went a little bit too hard on this one. I'm really uh, excited <laughs> to hear about this one, though. I now have, like, books written down to read in my free time about this topic because I just got, like, way too invested in it. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I very often frequent the, like, Goodreads list for Morbid that they yeah. released of, like, all the books that they've ever referenced in it, and yeah. I have, like, many of them on my, like, quote Christmas list this year, which is, like, non-existent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I'm very excited. It's gonna be interesting. I'm really excited. Shall we? Uh, yeah, let's let's tell everyone what we're what we're fighting for this time. <laughs> okay, I will be reporting out on the Martha or the Martha Washington Inn. Oh, okay. I almost said Marsha Washington. Marsha is not correct. Marsha, Marsha, like Mar- like Washington, like Washington, Washington. You'll, we'll get there. It's okay, fine. okay. Um, I'm going to be doing 
commonly known as Elizabeth Bathory, mm-hmm. the the bloody countess. Yes. Um, <laughs> one of the most prolific serial killers. Um, I'm allegedly allegedly i'm obsessed with her yeah. i'm very excited to hear about yeah, this one i'm very excited as well okay ready for rock paper scissors yes on three because okay. i always forget on on three yes okay ready? ready go rock paper scissors got it oh i did rock and holly was incepted this time and did scissors. i did scissors <laughs> okay okay then you get to choose who goes first um i want to go first this time Oh, okay. Because mine's short, a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. and then I want to just sit back and relax and listen to the murder stories. Excellent. Because in my element. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of warnings for people before yeah. I start mine, so. Well, luckily, I don't have any, except for I talk a little bit about the Civil War. I'm not going to talk much about the enslaved, mm-hmm. but I'm going to mention one very gross thing about it. Okay. And that it's very short. Okay. But mine's more like ghosty and like Ooh. stuff, fun stuff like that. Okay, great. I'm excited. Shall I begin? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll actually do my sources at the beginning this time. We're trying to have a better structure because every time we do it differently and Holly and I are like, this is fine. And Nikon's like, you need to have structure. <laughs> <laughs> I only said it once. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> So I will be covering the Martha Washington Inn. My sources include the website for Historica. Historica? Historica. No, no. Historia? (laughs) (laughs) Historic Hotels of America. Uh, Also, of course, Wikipedia. Iconic. Uh, uh, This is an article that I I love because at the end there's just like a recipe. (laughs) It's like almost has nothing to do with what's going on. Wait, is it one of those things where it's like a recipe and then no, there's it's... like the full article in front of it that's no. like, my grandmother <laughs> raised me on this food and when I was five, I sprained my ankle. Yeah, no, not like that. It's not from like a food blogger's <laughs> website. It's it's actually from a, a like a newspaper. <laughs> this isn't Pinterest. Okay. <laughs> no, this is from the Daily Progress and this woman who, I don't know, like, she's a journalist, but mostly for food. She wrote about going to the inn because she grew up in that town. And then she, like, talks about the food that they cooked there. And then she she sprained her ankle when she was five. I I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Well, her name was was Hilda, and uh, I think. And I just thought it was really funny that she posted, like, an entire recipe at the end. And I was like, this has nothing to do with this, but I love that. <laughs> it kind of had something to do with it. She basically said that they served that at the hotel, okay. apparently. But I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think she just wanted to share a recipe online. Um, and then another newspaper, I guess, was online, was the, I accessed this article from the Virginian Pilot by Stephen Her- Heron- Harrisman. I wrote Harriman, and I feel like that's wrong. Harry man. Harry man. Um, and then hauntedplacestogo.com. Ooh. And probably like a couple others that I like. A lot of them said the same thing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. You do your best. Yeah. But these are the ones that I, you know, got most of my info from. So I'm going to start with just a little bit of history about it. And then I'll end, we'll end up in a couple ghost stories at the end. Excellent. Nice. I said the end like four times just then. 
The end. The end. And then we just cut the pod right there. Everything. It's done. <laughs> Last That's episode. as much as you got. It's 10 minutes long and it's just Brooke and Holly talking about nothing. Okay. So we need to place ourselves, you know, mentally in a town in Virginia. Um, I think I'm pronouncing this right. Abingdon. Okay. I looked it up. That's how the Googles told me to pronounce it. But someone's probably going to be like, that's wrong. So we'll see. Abingdon. <laughs> that's how I wrote it on here to like phonetically remember that it's like the first half of the word. Yeah. <laughs> that has the emphasis. Uh, but this big building, we're going to talk about it from its original construction. Okay. Okay. So put yourself in a quaint little little town in the early 1800s. Okay. In Virginia. That's important that it's Virginia. Okay. Because of the war. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay. way back when, in 1832, they cut the ribbon on a brand new family home for General Francis Preston, who was apparently sort of a war hero, 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 in the War of 1812. So 1832, they cut the ribbon. General Preston walks in there at a ripe age of, like, 66. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, ripe age of 32. No, no. He was, like, old already. <laughs> okay. Especially for back then. He yeah. was already old. So that's... Th- I just think this part's kind of funny. So he went in with his nine children, moved in with his wife and nine children there. Although his children were already mostly grown. But it was considered their family home, and it was just this beautiful little brick place. At the time... It cost $15,000 to build the house, which back then, was a lot of money. That's a lot, yeah. I used one of those, like, currency converter things, Mm. and I'm worried that it's not correct. But apparently, that would be, like, a half a million dollar house now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. In today's money, half a million dollars. Honestly, though... We live in Seattle. That and makes that's sense. That's like not yeah. that much money, though, to buy a house in Seattle. Are you oh, kidding? God, no, that's like that's not like even buying a- an apartment yeah. here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so expensive, really. Here, anyways. <laughs> um, but they moved in in 1832. It took 12 years for them to build this little brick, beautiful little house. 12 years well, feels well. like a long time. I know. How yeah. big was it? Well, I don't know the exact dimensions of the original building, but they did expand on it later. But it wasn't small. There were nine children, and they probably all had their own room because they were all adults. Yeah. And then they also had probably staff living there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And by staff? Not 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 staff. staff. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they probably also had staff, but then, you know, they also had the enslaved. People that they enslaved, Um, yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) they lived there from about 1832 when they moved in to 1858 and when i read that i was like that's not a very long time after building it for 12 years yeah well i found out it's because uh general preston died at age 69 which was in 1835 (laughs) (laughs) so like three years later oh no <laughs> it's not funny i just think it's weird <laughs> like he spent- i'm just i, I want to clarify hilarious. that i'm laughing because nikon said nice to the yeah. number 69 so. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice 
<laughs> I just don't want anyone I to think. I thought you meant because he died. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I actually think it is kind of funny that he died three years after. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> he just built this no, huge that's house. So nice. Yeah, so anyways, mostly his family lived there in those, um, what? Oh, now I have to do mental math. Oh, don't do it. Like 25 years. So that's not that long. No way. It's not that long. What are what are the numbers? No, I was right. Cut okay. that out. It was 25. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did the math wrong. Okay. Uh, so when I was look, trying to do the math on how old his children were, I, I can't couldn't really figure it out. And I also don't know what age people normally got married back then. So even if I did know how old Ten. they were. Yeah, exactly. So I imagine that mostly his wife lived there by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently f- that's true in the sense that she remained in the home until 1858 by herself. I, at some point, all of her children moved out. I'm assuming it was pretty early on, though. In 1858, she moved out, probably because she was like, why am I living here? There's like 9, 10, 15 rooms in here, and I'm by myself. So she sold it for $21,000 at the time. Nice. She, she made some money, you know. Mm-hmm. Property values went up. That's good for her. Mm-hmm. It was purchased by... And again, I couldn't figure out who these people are, but it was sold for $21,000 and it was purchased by what Holly is telling me is actually pronounced off the record as the Maccabee Lodge, number 56. I don't know what that is. I tried to figure it out. I just found out that it was like a prevalent group in Virginia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Maccabees are like a, don't quote me on this, but I think they're like a religious organization. Yeah, so all I could find out was that they're just associated with the Methodist Church. Maybe my lack of knowledge in like church-related things just like made me, me divert away from it entirely because I can't understand Probably. any of yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. Um, and yeah, so basically they purchased it and they turned it into a women's college. Oh, nice. Which is nice some sources said finishing school i think that's not true i think it was a college okay because they talk about like them doing like classes there and like going and like they lived there and like all this stuff so it might have started out as a finishing school but i didn't get that vibe that was a couple sources that said that but they dedicated it to the first first lady martha washington Hmm. as you had assumed in the beginning um and they just dedicated it to her in honor of like women yeah being in the white house yeah as a wife though but also but, good yeah. for her the she was also house. rad as hell oh i don't know much about martha washington to be completely honest you know i don't know that much either cursed okay. nice <laughs> so the first classes were held in 1860 after a few years of purchasing the property and renovating a little bit at the time um, and it received its nickname right away. The Martha. That's what everybody called it when oh. it was a college. They just started calling it the Martha. So I'll be referring to it as the Martha okay. for the rest of this. Um, it's also considered in like the community just to be called the Martha. Um, and actually, I'll tell you later, but it was purchased by a prevalent hotel company and they changed the name. Oh. And everyone's like, BS, it's called the Martha. Nice. Uh, (laughs) uh, But they had 
parties there where they honored the George Washington and his wife and they would all dress up in colonial costumes. So maybe that's where the finishing school thing came in is they did hold like balls there. Um, but they also had classes and women were moving in. But then of course, dun dun dun, the Civil War was like, hello, I have arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, during the Civil War, which for those of you who are like me, and I don't remember numbers and don't know when things happen mm-hmm. because... I'm terrible at remembering dates. Time is just a was, flat circle. Yes. <laughs> was 1861 to 1865. So they had barely started being a college. And yeah. the war was like, hello. And they were in Virginia. So they were like right in the middle yeah. of the Confederacy, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, oh, they were right in the middle of what was actually being argued about who yeah, was going to be right included in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounded awful, but you know what I meant. So most of the students at that time returned home, but then those of them that remained there actually became nurses, and they set up the entire school to be sort of like a makeshift hospital Mm -hmm. available for many wounded soldiers. Most articles said that they treated wounded people from both sides of the war, which is nice, but I don't actually know. I feel like... They were a little bit biased. Yeah. Because they did also, they had an affiliation with the Confederate side. Um, so they might just be trying to like soften that a little bit yeah. for like current. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just wrote dot, dot, dot. They had an affiliation. <laughs> yeah. Because I will tell you what that was. Um, but they're, this whole romantic story of like, nurses and curing the wounded soldiers is a big source for most of the ghost stories and most of them are ghost love stories oh which is wholesome i mean they weren't they weren't ghosts when they were in love they were in love when they were alive and then they died i mean i figured it wasn't just ghosts (laughs) falling in love but ghosts can fall in love with a human maybe that's true. I guess I haven't really heard a lot of those stories. Just because but the a options ghost has there. never haven't fallen in love with you, Holly. Have you who married a pirate? Ghost? No. <laughs> I thought you were going to end in a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a whole thing. Like, there's this, there's this lady who, like, got married to a pirate's ghost, but then they, she got divorced from the ghost later. Okay. Are you talking about Pirates of the Caribbean? No. You're also, you're also talking to talking to two people who I've watched a lot of TLC there are people who think that they're married to like brick walls so that's like, true I don't no it's not even that out there I know but yeah definitely <laughs> happens okay I really okay. thought you were gonna end it at pirate, pirate. I think you're like she married a pirate and I was like what does that have to do with what I'm talking about I was so confused I was just very excited about the pirate oh, you know yeah. same okay so people say they treated people from both sides. I don't actually know if that's true, but there are a lot of the ghost stories that prevail over these years. Mm-hmm. Talk about cases with both Union soldiers and with Confederate soldiers. So okay. to a certain extent, it was true. Um, but, I, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so there's lots of steamy, like, romance. Oh. Not like sexual, but not steamy like that. Just like, you know romantic like i death stories i wasn't assuming sexual <laughs> you're ace it doesn't matter okay anyways <laughs> um it's actually said that a lot of the battles were happening in abingdon and so they were like right in the middle of a lot of 
actual gunfire. Yikes. Um, I think there was something that one article said that they were like in classes and they were just like hearing gunshots. I feel like at that point, just like cancel class. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they needed the education. They gotta Holly. go. <laughs> they gotta go. That has the same energy as my high school continuing class when like all of the hallways were just like flooded because it was flood season. Yeah. And they Yikes. built an outdoor campus high school. Yeah. By a river. Okay. Anyways. <sighs> Here's the the catch, though. Their affiliation, that there was uh, a Confederate unit called the Washington Mounted Rifles. Now, I Googled that because I was like, who the fuck are they? Yeah. Never heard of these bitches. They probably sucked anyways. Yeah. I Googled it. Apparently, what Mounted Rifles means is that they rode horses. Okay. And I was like, okay, but that's what cavalry means. Like a cavalry means that they're You're riding horses. Riding a horse yeah. in like a war situation. But then it was like there were a, they were sort of a cavalry, but they were also an infantry. But an infantry is when you walk on the ground and fight. So I don't understand. <laughs> they would sometimes ride horses and sometimes walk. I think that and they just sometimes... wanted a cool name. <laughs> well, you're, no, no, no. They weren't people. They were just guns on horses. On horses? <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Also, isn't it People cavalry, don't kill people with not guns. cavalry? What? It's cavalry, Cavalry. Oh, I've always said it wrong. Cavalry is the church that I grew up in. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've always said that wrong anyways. It's okay. It's fine. It's a stupid word anyways. Yeah. It is. Whatever. I'm a failure today. Uh, um, I keep losing my place today because I wrote in paragraphs this time. Oh, well, kind of. Um, Google lied to me. I don't know. It was both a cavalry and an infantry, but it was also the mounted rifles. But I think Nikon's right. I think it was just horses with like rifles mounted to them to their back. Yeah, I like that. The I horses. <laughs> Honestly, that's gonna come back later. So shout out to the horses for this episode. This episode's just about horses. This horse. This is dedicated to the horses. Um, I think it was just a cool name that they wanted for their good old boys club, but we'll see. So apparently they did actual drills for the like training mm-hmm. and prepping for different skirmishes yeah. if you will on the what are now like beautiful hedged grounds of mm. this like really <laughs> nice inn yeah. it's like a really nice hotel and there's like a gardens out there you know flowers yeah got, like benches sit with your like sweet tea it's the south yeah oh, but then there's like people just being murdered everywhere all the time and they're just like <laughs> horses with guns strapped to their back (laughs) okay i just think that's ridiculous so let's continue on with the college because who cares about the war it's not about it ain't about her Mm -hmm. except for that it is a little bit yeah so after the war when things moved on a little bit they went through some additions to increase the size of the building okay um so now there's an eastern and a western wing Mm -hmm. and the main like beautiful front photo that you always see of it is like the original home and then it extends outward so that they could accommodate all their students because they were increasing 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 they actually merged with another college called emory and henry college in uh, 1918 and they actually moved from just like a 
title of a women's college all the way to a junior college in 1921. Oh. So that's nice. They were just on the up and up, you know? Uh, it operated for 70 years, but ultimately it folded because the Great Depression and typhoid fever were like bitch slapping them left and right, and they couldn't make it through. <laughs> That's how it was said in the articles. I don't know what you're talking about. So in 1932. That's a, that's a direct quote. <laughs> direct quote from Martha herself. Jesus. Uh, they officially closed in 1932, and it actually remained empty for a long time after that, probably because nobody wanted to buy it because the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our, our future. Yeah. <sighs> uh, <laughs> but at this time, kind of a wholesome side note, the Barter Theater, which is a very, very, very famous theater in Abingdon, uh... In this absence, it was rented out, and it was used to house the actors, and um, they actually had, like, a tunnel built underneath across the street to it, so that they could travel with items and, like, costumes and stuff in secrecy, which is weird. Nice. So that, like, people couldn't see it and, Yeah, like Disneyland style. Yeah. Which I think is kind of dope. This theater, the Barter Theater, is actually... Uh, the longest-running professional resident theater in America. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's, like, the guy. It's my guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they call it a resident theater. I don't know if I need to define this for people, but it basically just means that it's, a you know, like, think New York. Theaters mm-hmm. that have consistent schedules that they're running, like, multiple shows per year. They have, like, seasons. Yeah. Um, and it still is running that way now, I think. Aww. So it's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and longest-running professional theater, resident theater in America, that's dope. Um, and so it has, like, uh, a lot of affiliation with them because they all out the actors, like, you know, cozied up at night after a long show. Yeah. Got drunk there probably all the time. Oh, Yeah you know fuck prohibition and stuff yeah <laughs> maybe that's what some of the tunnels were for yeah mm. well they were using it um for other things <laughs> like uh smuggling ammunition oh for various other some other weird things that people just love to kill people here in the united states accurate that's true uh ooh. Did it feel good? Yeah. Was it worth it? Nope. I didn't mean to. Oh. <laughs> so it's bad? No, it was good, but I, I didn't okay. mean to. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to touch on a few, like, famous old Hollywood, not old Hollywood, but old famous actors that actually were residents at the Barter Theater because they actually spent time, you know, living there and staying at the Martha uh, you might not know who some of these people are. I'm going to name drop them, and I'm going to name drop a couple things that they're from. Obviously, this is from a long time ago, but some of them lived into where we would remember things because we're younglings. <laughs> so Patricia Neal, she was in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and she was in um, The Day the Earth Stood Still. She's gorgeous. Um, I always say this guy's name wrong. You would recognize his face if you saw him, but Ernest Borgnine, uh, he, the only thing you guys will probably recognize is that he was the original voice of Mermaid Man in Spongebob. Just gonna throw it out there. Amazing. (laughs) Excellent. Fucking iconic. Um, and then 
this name, I'll be offended if you don't know, but Ned Beatty, um, who at the time was known as the busiest actor in Hollywood because he's very famous, um, he was in Deliverance, he was in the original, like, 1978 Spider-Man, Spider-Superman movies, he was also the voice of Lotso Huggin' Bear in Toy Story 3, which is fucking haunting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. You would recognize, uh, them all if you saw pictures of them okay (laughs) but they all stayed there lived there and acted at the barter theater which i think is like special and wholesome yeah because they Mm -hmm. cite experiences there oh so does eleanor roosevelt who also stayed at the hotel and many other like very prominent figures have stayed there and said that they've all experienced one or two things there Oh, like supernatural things. Yes, supernatural, spooky hauntings. Okay. So much so that the Wikipedia is almost entirely just like a list of the hauntings. Excellent. That happened there, which is low-key dope. But now it's an inn. Um, It passed through a couple different owners until 1935 when it was opened as an inn named the Martha Washington Inn, even though everyone still calls it the Martha. Uh, in 1880, I do this every time. <laughs> in 1984, it was purchased by a group of businessmen, and they were like, let's give you guys all this money. And they initiated an $8 million renovation to Ooh. preserve all of the original architecture so that it would stay as a historical residence. Damn. While also upgrading it enough to have modern amenities for the people who were staying there nice which is dope yeah it's actually now also a spa all right i was like it's weird seeing spa equipment in a building that looks like it's from yeah the that looks this century. age yeah. yeah yeah well it's gorgeous though <laughs> yeah it just it's opulent of that time yeah, yeah. but whatevs uh it's actually the hotel itself is a member of the historic hotels of america nice which is in in affiliation with the national trust for historical preservation which is why of course they spent all that money preserving it and making it look as beautiful as it looks are you looking at pictures of it isn't it cool it's really pretty i mean it's not my style but it's gorgeous. yeah like i w- i wouldn't want anything to do with that kind of looking house but you know it's a very pretty but i think it would be cool to go there oh yeah and be like or like scared there's this picture of the interior i'm like that is the staircase that people walk down you know Ooh, that is a staircase i'm gonna mention later oh oh. (laughs) well then so things that have been preserved there are the original living room that the preston family used is now the main hotel lobby so what you were looking at just there in that photo Uh, There's also an original item owned there by the Preston family. It's a over nine foot tall grandfather clock that was shipped from England. What the fuck? Why does a clock? Yeah, what what does what business does a clock have being that tall? You can't even see the arms because it is nine feet plus tall. for, for why? For why? You have to get a ladder to tell the time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... It's probably so loud too. Oh yeah, my grandpa has or had a grandfather clock, and every time I would stay over at their house, I would want to die because every hour on the hour, it would do the loudest. 
the like loudest yeah. chiming. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. So every every time I would stay there, I'd be woken up every single hour every night. That's, that's stressful to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, also when you go there, you can see and like in a glass case, there's an original teacup that was gifted to this inn by the living relatives of the Washington family which is kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah. so it there's lots of artifacts there it's beautiful it's a cool place to be um, it's also apparently now a spa I know I mentioned that uh, but the most important thing and the most popular thing about this place is that it is apparently very 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 haunted my favorite haunting there is actually not a romantic one except for the it's romantic in a platonic way excellent but not with the two humans it's with a man and his horse (laughs) the horses came back the horses are back a man and his horse are you ready to hear this story because it's my favorite part yes i don't know what this voice is all right this is going to be several different stories of the hauntings but this is my favorite one and i call this one or it's mostly called the riderless horse so around sunset in december 1864 in the heat of the civil war Mm. are you ready yes are you gripped no (laughs) members of the union forces came into abingdon and the confederate then and the confederates were notified one of the union soldiers was fleeing in their battle and was shot by a confederate soldier and survived what was your is that what you're giggling about yeah (laughs) i was making the gun noise yeah i'm no one can see me but i'm doing like hand gestures while i'm telling this story because i think it's so funny so injured and near the college he was taken in to be treated by the women serving as nurses there so students they probably didn't know much about medical related things because they were just rando people that were going to college there yeah they were like i came here to learn about what did they go to college for back then greek greek and i'm now learning how to tie um, suture a stop a man from profusely bleeding all over the floor yeah (laughs) so although they took him in to save him he died that night so he didn't last, last that long. Oh, LOL. Lit. Direct. Um, while he laid there trying to survive and then dying, his horse roamed the campus anxiously awaiting his owner and was said to be stood on the lawn waiting for him. No. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't have, the horse doesn't have a name, but I feel like it should. That's so sad. I know. Wait, I'm not done. <laughs> the next morning many people went out on a search to look for the horse because it was gone dun 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 Hmm. it was in vain the horse was never found again i'm i mean it probably just ran away right but since this incident on full moon nights of course it has to be a full moon yeah you know that's how it works people say that they always see a ghostly, lonely horse standing on the southern lawn of the Martha waiting for his owner. I don't like that. <laughs> that's sad. That's so sad. That's so sad. That's my favorite one. It's so sad. Oh, yeah, if it was a person, you wouldn't think it was sad. 
I'm actually quite impressed with you that you're like this broken up about it because is it because you have a cat now and you now know what it's like to like to feel, feel emotions again yeah, yeah. <laughs> get wrecked sneak on ouch ouch <laughs> uh, but isn't that just like I want to go see the ghost horse I want to go like look at him standing there waiting for his owner I mean I would think it was sad if it was a person too no. being like <laughs> I feel like you're sadder me though because it's a horse. Yeah, because it's it's like that horse doesn't know what's going on. They don't have the reasoning capabilities. <laughs> oh, they couldn't go out and tell him that he died. He yeah, just, <laughs> you know, like it's a horse. He doesn't speak English. He doesn't have the reasoning capabilities. And what if it's one of the rifle horses? Then you don't want to get it upset. Oh either. yeah, exactly. You know, it, <laughs> well, it wasn't say. because it was a Union soldier, according to all the stories. So okay. it, what, this this horse wasn't apparently cool that enough horse wasn't to be strapped. <laughs> oh my god. God. Holly, <laughs> the implications. Okay, I'm moving on. The next story that I'm going to tell, the next sad ghost story I'm going to tell, Holly, stop. Is called, I just named it Beth. Oh. After the girl in it. So, another popular tale from this time is that of a student, Beth, who tried to nurse a Union soldier named Captain John Stoves back to life. It is said that she did this not only for the good of her heart, but also because they had taken a liking to each other. I did a heart emoji after that. Wholesome. Cute. He was badly wounded, and he was carried up to the third floor of the school where she was taking care of him, uh, essentially. She worked tirelessly to save him, but again, it was in vain. As he was fading into death, he begged her to play him a tune on on her violin. And as she started playing, he passed away. Oh. It's reported that shortly after Beth died of a broken heart. Typhoid. What did you oh. say? A broken heart? heart? Yeah. <laughs> no, the reveal that typhoid fever was back. Oh, sorry. So she died three weeks after he died. Some say of a broken heart, Holly, just like you say. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that, but. Well, yeah. But anyways, so they were both buried in the Green Springs Cemetery. Cemetery? I can't talk today. Sedimentary. Sedimentary. <laughs> <laughs> they were both buried in the Green Springs Cemetery, which is in Abingdon. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they're buried next to each other. Aww. That's wholesome. Um, since then, though, on the third floor of the Martha, people say they can hear the faint sound of the same, like, somber violin melodies echoing through the halls. Oh, and that's... some people wait. Also report seeing her appari- apparition wandering around room 403. Oh, That's cute. It's not as sad as the horse, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I really set you up for that one. Yeah. The horse is so sad. It is. It can't, it doesn't, know. Okay, but this one, this one is spookier. Are you ready for a spookier tale? No. Mm-hmm. So, this one is affectionately referred to as the bloodstain. Nice. On the Wikipedia. <laughs> and on every other article I read. But, it is said that a soldier was involved with a woman at the college. I don't know if it was, like, <gasps> predating the war or whatever, but they were, like, you know, sweethearts or whatever. Uh... I also don't know if he was going there because he was, like, being treated or he had been previously treated by this woman. I have no idea. Their names aren't mentioned, but whatever. But he was a part of the Confederate group, 
and he group side and he was sent out on a dangerous mission and he wanted to bid his great love a farewell before he left this part i'm not quite sure about but apparently he used those tunnels okay to travel because they apparently already exist there were already tunnels not necessarily to the theater but there were tunnels and he like snuck in and as he was passing the threshold of her room he was shot in the head oh. by an opposing soldier who was being treated there damn and he dropped to the ground at his girlfriend's feet and bled out on the floor oh my god died right then there what the in hell? front of her the day before his mission why would you like shouldn't that be like neutral ground you would think so I, again, there's not a lot of, like, information about these stories, probably because of the time, but, yeah. like, and they're also, you know, word-of-mouth stories. Yeah. But uh, they say that no matter how hard they've tried, the blood stain will continually appear in the same spot. They've tried cleaning it up, bleaching it. They've tried painting over it, covering it with carpet, covering it with wood, and every single time it, it will, like, somehow come back. Oh. So, like, if they cover it in carpet, the carpet will, like, wear away. Yeah. There. That's so weird. And it'll, like, seep back through the paint. Oh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. That is weird. Yeah, that is really that weird. That one gets me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what room it is, but can you imagine, like, going there and you're just, like, walking down the hall and you're just like, oh, what's that on the floor? And it's just, like, a fucking bloodstain coming up through, like, the fresh carpet. Ugh. 200-year-old bloodstain. Thick. I don't know, at 200, 150. Close. <laughs> Close enough. Anyway, I have a couple smaller bonus stories, but those are the three like most famous haunts of there. Mm. It is said that there's tons of ghosts there that people run into that are like non-specific, and people hear voices there a lot as well. Um, someone on a forum that I was reading actually said that they went there as a child, um, because they they went there with their two their two siblings with and their mother to meet up with their aunt for like a nice like a lunch mm-hmm. like a luncheon um, and they posed for a photo on that staircase the main staircase with mm-hmm. their aunt with their aunt and um, she described it as like two kids standing in front and then one kid standing next to the aunt and then the aunt like like the four of them in like a square in the picture when it was developed there appears to be a misty figure standing behind them next to their aunt also. Oh. Someone else standing on the staircase. Spooky. It could be fake because it was on a forum, but I do like to read these I funny like stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, the tunnel between the theater is apparently also incredibly haunted, yeah. and there are two different theories as to why. Um, people don't ever say anything specific about this one, but they do say that they just feel this really intense, like, malevolent evil spirit there. Like, immediately when they enter the tunnel. Um, people speculate that the spirit was either a man that was killed down there when the tunnel at one point collapsed. Okay. So he, like, was buried alive. Or people say that it, it is... A soldier that is rumored to have used the tunnel as a smuggling route for ammunition. Why is he so angry? I don't know, but he's <laughs> he's an angry boy. Oh, no. I, I don't know. The, all I saw was just that it's a very angry, dark spirit down there, and when people go down there, they like feel this overpowering, 
like violent force oh but it never appears as an apparition or anything like that yeah which i think is really interesting because i feel like that doesn't happen very often yeah if people are feeling weird shit then like stuff starts happening normally I yeah feel like. it's not just like a feeling yeah just like bad vibes central down there yeah uh there's also this one is very spooky but i can't get a direct location of the where in the hotel this is exactly happening it just says the hallway i don't know if it means like the main hall or something all hallways all of the hallways but there are a bunch of stories about people seeing a wounded soldier on crutches that's like tracking mud down the hallway oh and so every story they're just saying that they're seeing him from behind Mm -hmm. and so they don't know that he's like a soldier or anything but he's on crutches and he's like tracking mud down the hall and so people will be call out to him and be like dude (laughs) stop making a mess on the nice carpet yeah um but when they call out to him he'll turn and look at them and he'll stop walking and when he turns around his face is like destroyed like mangled oh no and his skull and like his innards are like all exposed his innards are outers his innards are in the outers position (laughs) oh no that sounds worse than i intended but yeah apparently they that's they like get scared by it and then he's gone oh yeah i don't know who he is people just say that he is a some sort of soldier that was wandering into the hospital looking for help after being injured I don't know, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine being like, yo, dude, stop putting mud on my carpet, and then they turn around, and they just have, like, pizza face. <laughs> That's, like, really <laughs> fucked up. Oh, no. Um, this is, this one is, um, why did I end on this one? Go do this it. This one's a downer. Do it, it doesn't have any detail. It's, it's just that... It'll transition well into mine. Uh, apparently, at one point, the basement... <laughs> was where they housed the enslaved and on the wiki it said that some were buried there oh yeah um i don't know if that was like forcefully like they were buried buried alive or if they died and then they were like let's bury them down there with their stuff question mark or if they died and they just threw them down there and they were like, I don't want to deal with it, so they just sealed it off. I'm not sure. But apparently, people say that um, they hear voices coming from uh, below them. Oh. In, like, the first floor of the main house, which uh. makes me want to throw up. I'm pretty sure that one's just creepy pasta, though. Yeah, it could be, but also would make sense. It makes me want to throw up. Yeah. I didn't want to get into that part of it because, to be fair, there's not a lot of information about it because they didn't write about it because nobody... They didn't keep records. Nobody cared about it back then. You know what I mean? Or they, like, very intentionally did not keep records. Yes. That is the other thing. Yeah. Also, when I say nobody cared about it back then, I mean, like, the people who were in charge of the media the people in didn't power. care yeah. about it, and so they weren't gonna, like, preserve those stories of those lives that were lost. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just mean, like... Yeah, the people in power who were creating I, the narratives. Yeah, I doubt yeah. the, yeah. like, Prestons cared <laughs> yeah. about them. Um, if, so fuck their giant clock, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But also, I would see it. I kind of feel like it'd be fun 
to smash it. I thought you were going to say fun to stay there and, like, see what it's like. Oh, well, yeah, that too. But, like, the giant clock, like, imagine how satisfying that would be for to watch it, like, fall over, you know? I think it would take the force of all three of us to even make an attempt to push it over. But it'd be satisfying, though. Now that I'm thinking about it, they probably also have it, like, bolted into the ground. Because they probably, people probably have tried to push it over. And those people are iconic. Yeah. So that was my very jumbled. I love it. And very, like, poorly noted <laughs> story of the Martha Hotel. Hey, listen, this week was rough for everyone. God, this so, last week was rough. Yeah. Agreed. But you did amazing. Next week, we're going to be talking about something that I've been really looking forward to. Not next week, but next next episode. Yeah. I, I'm very excited about my next topic, so... But this... I really wanted to cover the Martha, because I think it's a really cool place, and I want to go there. I would, I would stay I'd the go night there. there. Yeah. It's probably hella expensive. Oh, so expensive. Yeah. Even the Lizzie Borden house is expensive to stay in. I don't know that. What? Lizzie Borden. She gave took her, the axe. Gave her father 40 wax. You don't know that? No. Yeah. That's, like, one of the most famous, like, murder stories of the United States yeah. ever. No, no. I don't Hello. <laughs> she everyone who's listening to the podcast, I would just like you to I would just like to this is a PSA. Everyone, I'm I text me because let's face it, everyone who's listening already knows us. Text or me. use the email. I'm I'm no, I want everyone to bully Holly because this no. is ridiculous. I can't believe you've never heard of Lizzie Borden. <laughs> Maybe I have and I just don't know it. I don't <laughs> Even Nikon knows it. Rude. <laughs> Even Nikon, Jesus. Even Nikon. Okay. I'll just show myself. My out. chaos. <laughs> my chaos portion of this is over. Let's just let it go away. It needs to be stopped. Okay, my turn. I'm really excited for your turn, and I have.